Hey sister friends and welcome back to sis so is she this is the podcast dedicated to the girls who are on a mission to do the work to heal the hidden hurt it is I your girl tell question Nicole up in the building one more again like your best friend and I'm glad you're here and taking the time out of your day to listen to me keep it real as I heal okay as I do this thing called life one moment at a time I invite you to do the same, knowing that the race ain't given to the swift, nor the battle given to the strongest. Always remember that you are not the only one on this healing journey, sis. So is she. Let's go. Hello. 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 All right. Glad to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, guys, this is the inaugural episode of a very special series on Sis So Is She called Her Story. And this is a series created as a safe space for women to connect with other women on our journeys of healing the hidden hurt and also to offer reassurance that we are not alone on this journey. Now, today, my very special first guest speaker is the lovely Tondra Mosley. Tondra is a trauma coach, certified peer support specialist, and also she hosts her own podcast, all of which I'm going to allow her to let you lovely ladies hear about in her own words. So welcome, 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 Tondra. Hi, thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. I'm so honored to have you as my very first guest speaker of the series but not only the series my very first guest speaker on sis so is she period okay oh wow how awesome is that very awesome so again thank you so much for being here i appreciate it a lot i'm excited and honored to be here i think it's amazing the work that you are doing and i am I'm I'm just I'm excited about being the first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um like I did say this is a special series it's called Her Story. Um so often we are reminded of his story or history. So I want to dedicate a space for women who have a story to tell, right? Right. This is this is a space for women to not only give their testimony but to also encourage and remind other women that they are not alone in their struggles because sis, so is she, okay? That's right. That's right. All right. Yes, ma'am. So, Miss Tondra, go ahead and tell the people who you are, sis. What's your story? Well, um, as she stated, my name is Tondra Mosley. I usually introduce myself as Tondra Poetic Sense Mosley. Most people know me by Poetic Sense more than they do my actual government name. (laughs) Uh, So I tend to use both in my introduction. So for those who know me as Tondra, for those who know me as Poetic, and for those who don't know me as as either one, I am one and the same Tondra Poetic Sense Mosley. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about your um, podcast or any of the things you are working on right now? Oh, what all am I working on? My God. Uh, my podcast is I Am Consciously Dope. Uh, dope being an acronym for doing, obtaining, producing, and evolving into mm-hmm. who and what God has created us to be, but consciously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And that podcast, um, it's a it's a say it's it's a space for creatives, it's a space for people who are just who are just consciously dope. And even those who may not even be aware of their dopeness, but to shed light on just how dope they really are, you know, like like my sister here. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> So today we are going to be talking about your healing journey um, as healing relates to you. And I want to know, like, do you remember the point situation or thing that made you say, okay, like it's time for me to heal the things that are hurting me. Um, Like, was there ever a point where you came to that place where you knew it was time for you to just do something different because of things not working as good or right as you wanted them to work well let me start by saying first um healing comes in layers Mm -hmm. and there were different layers to my consciousness of, of needing healing um when it first started uh, first, let me just start with the fact that my episodes of trauma started from age four. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember because I've always was raised in church. I'm not a PK kid. I'm a missionary kid, which is just as bad, just as traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I might as well have been a PK kid. Because mm-hmm. you know the missionary and the evangelist, they would they were at church just as much as as the pastor was. Right, um, right. So in the in the midst of that lifestyle, um, I've always had a relationship with God. I always knew God's voice, and so in, being in communication with God at an early age, um, in my first episodes with sexual assault, with incest, with molestation, I had already you know like. I didn't ask for this. I didn't, I didn't ask for any of this to happen. So right. I was always looking for the healing at the very mm-hmm. onset. I was always looking for the healing. Um, but I remember when, when it got real personal for me was I was in, I was in a session. I had, I had actually already started therapy I was doing a year at Volunteers of America and um, and I overheard someone say that child is going to be scarred for the rest of their life. Wow. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> right. I reject that. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not. I am. I refuse to be scarred. For the rest of my life, I didn't ask for none of this to happen to me. These are not things that I just went and sought after, you know, to happen to me. These mm-hmm. are things that happened to me that that came that came in my space, that invaded my space, that violated me. So I should not have to carry that for the rest of my life. Right. So that was my that that was the starting point um, for me because, like I said, I was already in therapy. I was already doing the the uh, during the third the mental health therapy through volunteers of america i knew that i needed it 
but what really what really made it get up close and personal for me mm-hmm. was when I heard that. When I heard that statement, it was like, oh no, this ain't gonna be me. This ain't gonna be my story. Right. And the audacity of somebody to say that you're gonna be scarred forever, that's like wow. And you you were a child, so who says that? Like, why would you speak right. that over somebody's life? Right. That's crazy. Right. And 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 you know what? And and the word audacity. <laughs> the <laughs> the audacity to actually come out of your mouth and out of your mouth to say that in the environment of a place of therapy. Right. This was was a place of therapy. So to say that in that room, you know, you just, you never know who's earshot. You never know who's listening to what's coming out of your mouth. So you have to be careful what you say as Mm -hmm. as an adult, you have to be careful what are you speaking and what are you sentencing somebody else's life to? That's right. I don't believe it is the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you do have to be very careful of what you say about somebody else's life. And we also have to be careful of what we accept somebody else speaking over our life because just because you say it doesn't make it the truth. I'm not going, I'm not owning that. That's not for me. I give that back to you. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And 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 while we on this subject, to be careful of what you even speak out of your mouth about your own self. You better preach. <laughs> because we can be our own worst enemy. Yes. We can destroy ourselves with our own mouths. We don't uh, need, yes. We sometimes we don't need any help. Right. So, yeah, right. Be very careful what you say about yourself. When you think about healing, you say there's layers to it. What do you mean when you say it's layers? Like, what does healing look like, feel like to you? Um, healing, like I said, it, it is layers. You can have, you know, it's it's like an onion. You you can do a first layer of of healing, and it's okay. I'm I'm healing the the thought of I'm no longer in that injury i'm no longer in that trauma so before i can actually deal with what happened how it happened you know sweeping the room first let me deal with the fact that i'm no longer in the room Mm -hmm. i'm no Mm -hmm. longer in the room of trauma that's one layer of healing Mm -hmm. um because a lot of times when you're in that process, you don't even take the time to actually acknowledge the fact I'm not in it anymore. You're right about that. I'm no longer there. <laughs> you, you know, so- mm-hmm. but we'll respond to the trauma as if we're still in it. Mm-hmm. As if it's mm-hmm. still happening. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it doesn't discredit the fact that something else traumatic may have happened or something else traumatic may be happening. But the very first thing that you're that you're emotionally responding to, you're not in it anymore. That's right. You're not yeah. in it anymore. You're no longer in the room of trauma. So that right there is the first layer of healing. Mm-hmm. Then there is the understanding the triggers. Mm. Understand you do you know that there are so many people who do not know what their triggers are from their trauma? Absolutely. 
And then I used to like, I'm still learning. So I know definitely there are people out there who do not understand, hey, this is a trigger for me. And this is why I'm reacting the way that I'm reacting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So then there's that layer. There's that layer of learning what your triggers are. So that's another layer of healing. I understand that, you know, I'm I'm triggered by certain tones in the voice. I'm triggered by um, certain scents or certain sounds or certain colors, or I'm triggered by, you know, certain kind of settings or, you know, when you understand what your triggers are, that's one level of healing. Mm -hmm. Then another level of healing is when you understand what your triggers are and you know how to actually protect yourself before being triggered. Mm. When you Mm. already know, okay, I know that there are certain, there are certain sounds that trigger me. So because I know that there are certain sounds that trigger me, I'm going to find some sounds that I can either play to counteract these sounds whenever I hear these sounds mm-hmm. or which is another, this is a whole nother level uh, of, of, of healing when you actually reclaim your power back. But that's, that's a, that's a big league jump. That's because it takes levels before you can get to that point of actually taking that power back. Cause if you right. don't know what your triggers are, you can't take your power back from it. You hear me? That's right. You preaching. <laughs> so you have to, you have to learn. Okay. So I know that I'm, I'm, I'm triggered by certain sense. And so when I understand that I know that there are certain scents that trigger me, so I have to be prepared to have something to counteract that when I'm when I come into an environment, I may not know where that scent is gonna come from. I may not know, you know, somebody, you know, may just so happen to be wearing that fragrance. Mm. So they walk past me and I'm triggered. So I have to have something to counteract that whether I keep a bottle of perfume in my in my purse or 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 something that I can that I can sniff to to erase that scent to counteract that trigger. Mm-hmm. So knowing what your triggers are and then knowing how to how to uh, defuse your trigger. Yeah. When you are triggered, how to defuse when you're triggered. That's another level, uh, uh, another layer of healing, mm-hmm. how to defuse when, how to defuse your triggers. Um, and then another layer of, another layer of healing is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. When you actually get to that place where you take the time to forgive the person that traumatized you and you release them from all of that, release them from the hurt, release them from the bag, release them from all of that and forgive yourself, Mm. forgive yourself for, you know, what you even thought of yourself, the conversations that you had about yourself because of the trauma, the way that you looked at yourself because of the trauma, you know, those things that, that, when because of the fact that you were traumatized, even the things that you thought you were okay with, that you accepted because you were traumatized, mm-hmm. forgive yourself of those decisions, you know, um, forgive yourself of the people that you let in during your time of trauma, during your time of processing, during your time of trying to heal, that may have been toxic, that may have not been good for you. Forgive yourself, you know, uh, forgive yourself of being in certain environments that's 
that's not growth for you. That's not edifying for you. Forgive yourself for those decisions that you made during that time that you were still processing the trauma, that you were still, you know, you, you were still processing it. Mm-hmm. You were still processing how even you wanted to respond to it, you know? So that's another layer of, of, of healing. And then there is that reclaiming your power back from the trauma altogether. When you take back what was taken from you, when you own who you are before the trauma, before mm-hmm. anything ever happened, when you regain that validation in your voice, when you regain your power and authority to speak things into existence, to, to counteract um, attacks coming at you, um, regaining that power and empowering, empowering yourself to be free to be you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all see why this is my first guest, right? <laughs> this is giving us the word, honey. Yes. I understand, baby. Listen, about like, I think for me, um, I'm on that part of forgiveness where mm-hmm. like I have forgiven, but my thing is the reconciliation. Like it's not that I don't hold anger or resentment anymore. It's more sadness. I don't know if that's a part of it. Yeah. You yeah. You know, yeah. but that's where I'm at. Like I'm sad, still disappointed, but I forgive the people that hurt me the most and I'm learning to forgive myself like you said because a big part of my journey is that I was harder on myself than anybody else was I was unforgiving of myself Mm -hmm. on a level deeper than anybody else was Mm -hmm. because I have this I know who I am and I feel like letting myself down that's the worst thing in the world that I could have ever did or accepting things that I knew I shouldn't be accepting like, you know, what you, just making myself crazy because I was making mistakes, yeah, but yeah. realizing that I was doing the best I can with what I had. What you had and now that I have yes. more, I can do better. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm in that space of forgiving myself, forgiving others because I am ready to reclaim my power. And, okay. you know, I, I okay, haven't I, I haven't gotten it. there yet. <laughs> I hear it. I I hear it in your voice. I hear it in your voice. You ready? Yes. You ready? I'm. I hey, listen. I'm trying to reclaim my time, sis. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it ever like a time like I can hear? You know, you are very strong. I can tell that you are much much further along on your journey than I am. But was there ever a time when you were just like, okay, God? this is too much. I cannot do this healing thing. Like this is a burden. I just, I, I would rather stay where I'm at because this is comfortable. It's less work. Like, was there ever a point where you felt like that? And if you did feel like that, how did you move around that feeling? So I was suicidal. Mm -hmm. I, I used to wake up every morning um if i wasn't contemplating suicide i was praying for my uh for my mother's death Mm -hmm. every day every Mm -hmm. single day every single day Mm -hmm. um i did i attempted suicide twice 
because I was just tired. You know, I had mm -hmm. I had been sexually assaulted at four. I was a victim of molestation from five until 13. Mm -hmm. Then I was raped again at 14 and then raped again at 15, then gang raped at 16. You know, and it's like, at at what point, you know, at what point do I just have a better life? At what point do things just stop happening to me? At what right. point, you know, and I was tired. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to live anymore. And I didn't feel that my life reflected what I believed my life to be. I mm -hmm. always felt more of myself. I felt highly of myself. I had high thoughts of myself, but things kept happening that looked like they were more truthful than the thoughts that I had of myself before the trauma. Mm -hmm. So I attempted suicide um, and I won't go into details um, of what I tried because I don't want anybody else out there um, who may be contemplating. I don't want them to try it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, but the two the two attempts that I did do were not effective, point blank, because I'm still here. Mm -hmm. um, and then two, they didn't make me sick enough to have to go into the hospital. And so that made me really angry. I was angry with God and was like, you know, I didn't try this twice and you ain't take me out. Why am I still here? What do you want from me? Right. <laughs> what right. do you want from me? You know, it, since I can't take my life, then here you have it. You mm. have it. You you do something with it because apparently what I'm trying to do with it is not working for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like God, like God has a sense of humor, right? You know, He does. You think you the things that we think we want sometimes we do not get, and it's all because of God. And then it's like, okay, so. Well, since I don't know what I want, what do you want? Because, yeah. you know, you keep stopping me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I can I, I have never attempted suicide, but I have been in a place where I would just, you know, cry all day and all night and just ask God to take me because, mm. you know, feeling just worthless you know and yeah. not feeling yeah. loved feeling alone how can you it's sad when people feel alone and you're surrounded by people like that's feelings in the world yeah so you know you have to come to a place and it's hard but you have to come to a place where you know you allow god to help you see your purpose and to help you understand that you do have value it yes. doesn't matter who sees it or who doesn't see it. Yes. There is value in your life. Yes. And, you know, when you get to that place, I think that's when you can begin to heal. When you believe, okay, maybe I'm not this bad person. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe it's not my fault. Because yeah. a lot of times we feel like the things that happen to us are, are our fault. Are our faults, right. Especially like... um when you're dealing with sexual assault or trauma as a kid is it really messes you up. Cause for one, when that happens as a child, you're no longer a child. They, exactly. they take that from you. Exactly. They take that from you. And so you feel like because you, I think because you are no longer a child, you feel like you should have did something to not 
allow that to happen to you. You take the blame. Right. And and then the predator, right. the person who did this to you, like you you basically absolving them from what mm-hmm. they did because, you know, you get in a mode of wanting just to protect yourself from it ever happening again. Right. And then when you feel that violation again and again and again, like mm-hmm. for me, I got to a place where I just thought, hey, this is just a part of life. <laughs> this is the norm. Men do this. And, you know, it, that, that it wasn't true. And right, right. You it have to, you have to accept being a victim. I think that's a hard thing to do too, is to say, I'm a victim, because in our community, you know, black women can be anything but weak. We can be anything but vulnerable. We right. can be anything, right? But weak. We have to always be strong. You can take it. You can do it. I've been through it. You can make it. And as soon as we say, you know. No, I can't. It's almost like, what do you mean you can't? So we have all this pressure on us. We have all these things happening to us. So we end up going into depression, end up wanting to mm-hmm. end it all. We don't want to be here anymore. We have nothing left to give. Yeah. And we, it all, you have to, you got to come back to it. It really all starts with God. Like, I know that sounds so cliche, but it's really the truth because when you get to your lowest point, you feel so alone in this world. You feel like you're surrounded by people, but you're still alone. Mm -hmm. But when you learn that, you know, there is a higher power, there is a God. He created the heavens and the earth and everything in between. So I can't be alone. It's no way I'm alone. You have to lean on yeah. God. Yeah. You got to lean on God. You can't because if we keep leaning on our own strength, that's where we're gonna keep being depressed in. Yeah. You know, like yes. you have, the strength is in God. It really is. Yes. And yeah. that's where your healing does begin, truly. I, I absolutely definitely absolutely. I wanted to say this before we um uh, move past it is um what we don't realize is that we are so programmed to mask. We are so programmed. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. predators teaches us and trains us to mask. Mm-hmm. Then after dealing with trauma and being in the trauma, we take on a mask for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. other people in their lack of understanding, then they also put another mask on you so you never you never get to really fully be you in any aspect whether it is your healing whether Mm -hmm. it is (laughs) whether Mm -hmm. it's processing through trauma everything is under a mask i i had a i I did a post a couple of years ago that uh, was talking about the skeletons in your closet you know after a while you keep throwing stuff keep throwing skeletons in your closet and when the skeletons start coming out wearing your clothes then what The skeletons is not, they no longer even stand in the closet. Now they coming out, they coming out of the closet now and they in your clothes. Dressed as you, child. Dressed as you. (laughs) Like, when do you wake up and say, okay, let me address the issue. Let Mm -hmm. me, let me not keep masking this. You know, that's one of the things that I, that, that I teach even in my sessions 
you know, I understand, I, I understand the intent. People have good intentions, you know, to tell you, well, you know, well, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't say you feel bad, you know, mm -hmm. make it till you make it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That, that. So you want me, cause see, if I keep faking it till I make it and then I'm dying on the inside mm -hmm. and I need your help, you're not going to help me because you're going to say, I look like I was handling it well. Right. That part. But you that trained part. me to fake it till I make it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I'm not going to keep faking it. This is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. Now, I may not be feeling this way tomorrow. That's right. I may not, this, may, this, this thing may not be as heavy on me tomorrow. But today, today is a day that I cannot carry it by myself. That's today right. is a day where I actually need assistance. I need help. I need somebody to be a pillar for mm -hmm. me to lean on, to lean up against, you know, Yes, I believe God. Yes, I trust God. But God also employed people to do his bidding for him. Amen. So I need a physical person after I done prayed to God, after I done cried out to God and had a conversation with God, I should be able to tell you a physical being, a mm -hmm. physical being, hey, I'm, at, I'm, I'm, I'm depleted today. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. see, if I don't tell you that I'm depleted, you gonna come and you gonna dump on me. That's right. That's you right. gonna come and you gonna tell me all your issues. You gonna tell me all your woes. But I'm I'm depleted. Mm -hmm. I'm depleted. I'm feeling suicidal. I'm feeling depression. I'm I'm feeling all the woes, all the woes, all the isms. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell you mine. That's I don't right. get to have a term. Right. But you right. gonna dump on me because you you. You having, having a hard day, you having a bad day and, you know, and you need a place to lay. Now you need me to be a pillow. Mm -hmm. I need you to be a pillar, but mm -hmm. I can't get what I need from you because you want me to be what you need me to be for you. That's right. You better preach. You better preach. So we have to stop masking. We have to say, you know what? No, Whew, today is not a good day. Mm-hmm. Today is not a good day. I often use the percentage. You know what? I'm not flying at 100% today. Mm -hmm. So I can't do the things that I would normally do at 100% because I don't have it. I don't have the capacity today. I do not have the capacity. One of my favorite statements. Mm -mm. I do not have the capacity today. So if if I am if I'm honest with myself, which is very important, because a lot of times we don't be when we've gone through trauma, we start lying to ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, because again, it's part of that programming. It's what we have been trained to do. So we've masked with everybody in the world, and we masking with ourselves. So we're not honest with ourselves. That's right. We're not honest with where we are. We're not honest with the fact that man, my thinking is messed up. Mm -hmm. my thoughts are impure mm -hmm. I have toxic thoughts towards myself right right <laughs> that's my honesty right now but if I if, if, if I'm not that honest with myself I can never get the help that I need to come up out of the toxic thoughts. I would never get the weaponry that I need to have better thinking I would never get the, the 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 purity 
that I actually need to enter into my being to rid me of the toxicity that I'm hosting. That's right. That but I got to so be honest right. with myself first. First, first and foremost. That's one of my, the um theme, I guess, of my podcast, doing the work to heal the hidden hurt, the things that we hide, the things that nobody sees that we deny even exist. Because yes. as long as you in denial, you can't fix it. You have to face the problem. First, you got to even acknowledge it's an issue before you can fix it. Yes. If you in denial about it being an issue, then tell me, what are you fixing? See. If, if, it, if it doesn't exist, then what are you fixing? What needs to be worked on? If you perfect, what needs to be healed? We have to acknowledge, hey, I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm hurt. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I am I am over it all. And we yeah. need people, just like you say, who can say, okay, well, you can lean on me today. Yeah. You know, we can't always be the one people are reaching out to for support. Sometimes we need that support back. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. why I'm all about building a tribe, a tribe of women who get it, women who who understand, you know, hey, some days I'm going to have to be the support. Some days I'm going to need the support. support. On yeah. both days, my needs going to be met. On yes. both days, they need yes. to be met. Like, yes. that is so important to have. They say kids, you know, you need a village to raise your kids. And in my, I'm big on adults need villages too, honey. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need them too. Absolutely. I totally agree. So, and now that you've said all that, I pretty much know that you're, what your answer is going to be. But I'm asking you anyway. <laughs> if you were given the opportunity to go back in time and you could rewrite your your whole story if you could you could do away with all the negative things all the bad things everything that happened to you good bad in between would you take that opportunity and if you would why would you if you wouldn't why not no i wouldn't mm -hmm. i wouldn't because first and foremost um what happened to me back then has no effect on me today. I don't mm. carry any of that. Um, and actually, I would say it it didn't infect me. It affected me. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the reason that I say it that way is because it affected me to the point where I go back and I help other people heal. I go back and I help people deal with trauma. That is my whole my whole purpose in life is mm -hmm. to go back and help others. Had it never happened to me, I wouldn't know what it looked like. I wouldn't know what it sound like. I wouldn't know for a person who does mask what they look like under the mask and how to detect the mask that is present. Right. I wouldn't know how to help them fully heal, not just heal a little bit, not just heal on the surface, but how to fully heal the surface and the inner soft tissues. If I mm -hmm. had not ever, if it had not ever happened to me, then I wouldn't understand the power that God gives in recovery. I would not understand right. how powerful it is to be empowering. Mm -hmm. I would not understand that I, I don't have to be a victim my whole life, that God made me victorious. And just because something happened to me does not lessen who I am because mm -hmm. I still am who God created me to be. So I wouldn't change any of it. All right, sis, you better preach. 
I wouldn't change any of it. You better preach. Yes. That is a part of the layer of reclaiming your power, honey. <laughs> you Absolutely. you have reclaimed your power, so it's no need to rewrite history because you have reclaimed. The past don't have no power over you. So Not, why do you need to rewrite it? You girl. Let me, let me tell you that let me let me say this. I want to make sure. I want to make sure that that this hit the airwaves. God is a God who not only erases the past, but he has the ability to wipe the slate clean and mm. restore your virginity. I'm going to mm. say this again. Ooh. God Ooh. has the ability to not only wipe the slate clean, but he has the ability to restore your virginity. How do mm. I know? Because he did it for me. I, I remember that. my healing. Oh my God, I remember my healing. My first time, my first time laying with a man and not having anything to compare him to. Mm -hmm. Now, I've, I gave you the list. I gave you the list of, of the trauma that right. don't even include how I victimized my own self and, and was beating men to the punchline and, and was sexually frustrated and, and, and was extremely promiscuous using my body as a weapon. See, I right. didn't include that part. Okay. Talk about I'm it. Talking about laying with laying with the man that, that, that I gave my life to, to be, his wife and to not have anything in my muscle memory that remembered ever being touched mm. to the point where the Heimlich was restored and broken again. Mm. Yes. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't yes. hear me. Girl, don't preach. Me. Preach. He healed me to that extent to that extreme i remember having a conversation with god and i remember telling him god if you are who you say you are i should not have to carry a scar mm -hmm. mm. if you are this all-seeing all-knowing almighty powerful being that you are i should be able to be totally healed i said in christ when christ died and was resurrected when he came before you and received his glorified body a glorified body is a body without spot or blemish right, right. Mm -hmm. so jesus came back with still nail prints in his hand why mm -hmm. did he do that he did it for the unbeliever because he, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he, he had a choice. He had a choice. And I said, well, God, I have a choice in whether or not I want to carry a scar. Amen. And I choose to be scarless. That's right. Yes. I want to be able to say that you are a God that heals so deep that you don't leave a scar. You don't leave a scar. Yes. No remembrance. No remembrance. <laughs> Yes. No remembrance. So yes. there is nothing left 
there is nothing left in me that that acknowledges or remembers the trauma that happened to me. I could talk about every encounter and it not it not have a bite. Mm. It have no sting. Just like when Christ went went to went and 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 asked the grave, "Oh death, where is your sting?" Mm-hmm. Where is your sting? It has no bite anymore. It has it has no kind of infection left to pull from the file mm-hmm. is gone it's been rebooted <laughs> yes that's that power again honey that power is speaking this is what reclaiming your power looks like right here yes, yes. god is a restore he is a restore he is a healer that restores and restores you back to your original state mm-hmm. oh yes i received that I receive that restoration. Yes. Restoration, God. Yes. Yes. So when when it comes to what you want to do for other women or uh, young girls, like what's your mission? And 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 I pretty much know your why, but what's what's your why in helping other women and other girls to accomplish goals and you know start healing or continue healing because I didn't have a reflection of what I was trying to get to so God I remember him sitting me down and showing me giving me a revelation of what it was like for Christ in the garden of Gethsemane Mm -hmm. and how he had his homeboys. He had the disciples that roll real deep, real tough with him. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know they knew they 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 was his homeboys. So right. you know they didn't watch him cast out devils. They didn't you know they didn't watch him turn water into wine. You know they didn't watch him turn you know make a blind man see. You know they didn't see lambs grow back. And mm-hmm. here he is in his hour of death, and nobody detects it. Right. Right. And then he goes to them in his hour of death. Now y'all not detecting it on your own accord, but then I come to you and tell you I need your help. Mm-hmm. But you can't help me and you're too tired. So mm. fall asleep. But I'm right. dying. I'm in my hour. I'm in my hour. I'm in my hour. Mm-hmm. And he goes back to them three times. Mm-hmm. And they sleep. They didn't have the wherewithal to stand with him in that hour. And that's all he was asking for. Can you tarry with me for an hour? Can, can you, you tarry? With me? Can you hold up? Can you hold me up mm-hmm. in one hour? I mean, like we don't walk streets. We don't walk streets together. Mm-hmm. We, we ain't rolling on wheels. We ain't rolling in cars. We walking. Mm-hmm. We, we've walked miles for days together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm asking, can you give me an hour and you don't have the strength to give me an hour? Right. And then looking ahead at those who are to come, who don't know me, who ain't walked with me, who ain't felt my skin, who, who, who haven't seen me perform these miracles, who else is going to carry this burden? Right. When he showed me that, when God let me see that analogy, 
that was what really helped bring it all home for me that who else is going to carry this burden? Who else is going to die deep enough Mm. to become resurrection power for those who don't feel that they can make it, who don't have the hour to pray, who don't have the strength to even see. Yes. Yes. I would be, I would be that Christ for them. I would be the only Jesus that some people may ever see. I will be, I will be that because God, Christ did it for me. And although there are people who, who has walked along different journeys with me. They didn't get to walk the whole process, but they walked different levels of my healing with me. Had they not been, you know, present in my life, I would not be where I am today. If they didn't come along the journey, I would not be where I am today, but they could only walk me so far. So far. Mm -hmm. They could only walk me so far. So God, I live, no, my message that I preached was I died to live in the nevertheless. All right. I died to live in the nevertheless. Nevertheless. Yes. Nevertheless. 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 Yes. Why not me? Why not me? Why not? Hey, say that again. Why not me? If not you, then who? Then who? Amen. Now that's a word there in itself. If not me, who? Who? We sitting around waiting on a power. We're waiting on somebody else to do what we've been called to do. Yes. Yes. And my, Don't waste it. The other my my other saying is you are looking for the light at the end of the tunnel and you never see the light at the end of the tunnel because the light is you. You are the light. You are the light, honey. You yes. are the light. Mm-hmm. You are the light. And it, it can and, and that's not to say that it's not it's it's not hard. It's it's very hard. Ooh, it is it's a, it's, a, it's it's a lot to take on. But I feel like if God called you to it, baby, you can do it. The you assignment, it. the assignment, and then the reward. The reward is far more greater than the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The reward is so much more greater. When you have been when you have been healed deeply. You want to see others heal deeply too. Mm, yes. So yes. Your so they can level feel freedom. Yes. Yes. That yes. Power. yes. Yes. And see, and that's that's the that's the other power of forgiveness. When when you understand that you have been forgiven deeply, it compels you to forgive deeply. Mm-hmm. When you understand that, hey, I've done some things, you know, everybody is, everybody don't know my storyline. Everybody don't know what's all in my book. When I stand before God, the things that he going to pull up out of that book and play back on that video, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, honey. <laughs> because God be has forgiven. No, it ain't going to be pretty. But because God <laughs> has forgiven me deeply then I owe that as payment to God, not to the person. Mm. I owe that as payment to God to forgive somebody else that deeply, to grant somebody else that kind of grace, to grant somebody else that kind of mercy. Because if God had ever penalized me, yes, 
for the things that I have done, for Mm. the things that I have thought, for the things that I have attempted. If he ever penalized me at the level that I deserve, baby. Yes. It would be deeper. It would be, it would be too much to bear for sure. It would be way too much to bear. So I owe it to God to forgive and forgive quickly. Mm. Not to just forgive, but to forgive quickly. Mm-hmm. I owe him that because of all the things that he forgave and continue to forgive me for. Something yes. that I don't even remember to even ask for forgiveness for. Yes. He forgives me. Now you're right about that. It's deep. It's deeper than us. Yes, it is. It is a beautiful, it is a beautiful feeling though when you when you see somebody get freed up, it's a beautiful, it's, I mean, it's like you both get freed up at the same time. Yes. You free, you free, but their freedom frees you up even more. Yes. It's like, oh my God, that it's, 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 it's like a high that is <laughs> indescribable. Girl, <laughs> yes. Better than any man-made high. Better than any man-made chemical <laughs> high that you could ever get your hands on. Mm. It is. It's so intoxicating, and it's 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 just it's absolutely. If you want to see beauty, if you want to see true beauty, raw beauty, perfect beauty, help somebody get free. Yeah. Help somebody get free. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. It's so That's amazing. That is the goal indeed. And it starts, I know, you know, myself, I know that it starts with me first and with, you know, the inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, in order for me to be the light, which I am the light, but in order for other light, I'm going to have to stop dimming it myself because unforgiveness, that unforgiveness holding on to it. And like, you know, Again, it's easier said than done. I'm being honest, but I know I got to do it. I know I got to do it. So, you know, forgiveness is for you. (laughs) Forgiveness. Forgiveness is about your freedom. It's not Mm -hmm. even about the person. Forgiveness is all about you. But we actually hold on to unforgiveness because we feel like it's about the other person. Mm -hmm. You know, well, they should understand and they should be they should feel like they shouldn't feel what I'm feeling or they Mm -hmm. should have more understanding towards what I'm feeling or they should know better they should do better it's always them it's always outside but actually your your extending forgiveness is really about your freedom because do you know you have to conjure up those thoughts you know how much energy it is to to tally up all of the things that somebody did wrong to you Mm -hmm. Do oh, you yeah. really, I mean, it is tiring. It it's is physically, it's physically, it's physically tiring. You, yes. you, it's a, you, it's, 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 yes, I, I completely understand. Not only is it a mental thing, but you carry it physically too. It takes, it gives you anxiety. It, it makes All you angry. That. It gives you so many things that now you got to work through. Yes. And meanwhile, they free. That person ain't even affected. Unbothered. <laughs> totally unbothered. Don't don't even know that you even going through what you're going through. About. Don't even know, honey. 
Yes. You don't even know that you that you feeling how you feeling. That is a fact. I'm learning. I am. Whew, I say I forgive. Now I got to actually practice it. I guess maybe that's that's the I need to say it because in my heart and my mind I have forgiven, but yeah, I don't know if I. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Make intentional actions unto God. Mm-hmm. Make intentional actions unto God. If that means taking that person a meal, oh, excuse me, make it intentional unto God. God, I'm taking this meal to you. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm doing this for you. Make it, make it for God. Make it be for God. There was a time where it was hard for me to forgive. It was hard for me, you know, trust and believe. I didn't get here overnight. This didn't, I didn't just go to bed one night unforgiving and wake up, bam, slam, and and I'm forgiving now. No, it was Mm -hmm. a process. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing things intentional because I was, I refused to be bound. I just refused to be bound, like, by anything. I don't want to be bound by nothing. So, I made, I started making my actions intentional and, and I, God, I'm doing this for you. So if they didn't like it, if they didn't receive it, if it's a slap in the face, it could, it it don't matter because I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for you. This is about you. So I would just see, I would see it as unto God. And the more that I continue to do that, the more it was freeing me up from that person's facial expression, from how they sounded, how their mm-hmm. behavior was. And then the other part is because that's the natural part of my being. I'm naturally a giver. I naturally right. enjoy loving on people. So by me not doing it was holding me in bondage. Yes. I so feel that, that was still giving them control over me, even <laughs> even though I'm over here with my unforgiveness, thinking that I'm doing something to them, I'm still giving them that power over me. Right. Right. So after a while, I start noticing I'm unaffected by their facial expression. I'm unaffected about, you know, how they're how they're sounding or what they're saying. I'm unaffected by it. And it's like, oh, I'm unfazed now. Right. It can never matter. Charlie, it can never matter how you feel because I'm freely being me. Right. And if you just don't receive it, that's your loss. Cause I'm your a, loss. Baby, listen, <laughs> you just received a gift from receiving from me, period. That's a gift mm-hmm. within itself. Mm-hmm. You better preach. Because <laughs> I understand the richness of where it came from because it came from me. So mm-hmm. if you, baby, if you got a problem with receiving it, hey, that's on you because I'm going to stay free. Yes. I did it because I did it out of who I am, not based out of who you are or what you wanted from me. Right. And that baby is powerful. Yes, it just just hearing it. It is into perspective. Yes. Yes, because I'm the gift, honey. I'm the gift. (laughs) I'm the gift, baby. I am the bag. I'm the gift. I'm the bag. I'm the event. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I am it, baby. You you want. I'm sitting there with my crown on right now. Do you hear me? And it's heavy too. You see all these jewels in it, baby. <laughs> no, I literally have a crown on right now. I'm gonna send you a picture when we get off of here. Oh, okay. Literally sitting here with a crown on. I kid you not. Okay, queen. Love it. <laughs> now you're gonna have me walking around every day with my crown on just see, because. Just shoot. because. Just because who who gonna tell you that you can't? In the words of Sheree. 
gonna check, Who gonna check me, boo? Me, boo? <laughs> <laughs> Who can tell you that you can't wear your crown? Oh. Who can tell you that? Nobody, baby. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. My daddy is a king, so that gives me the right and the privilege to wear my crown whenever, wherever I want to. That's right. You're right about that. Now, that's a, girl, let me tell you something. You just be dropping all these gems. <laughs> like, I, I, I am just thankful to be in your presence in, in this Aww. season in your life of you having reclaimed your power because you are you are a light to me. And I thank Aww. you for sharing that light with me. That's like, it's just, you know, it's it's magical, it's powerful, it's needed, it's necessary. And I really hope that this podcast episode gets out there because it's a gift in here for so many people. It's it's really a blessing. It's really it's necessary. Like this time and chance is happening for a reason. To everything there's a season and a reason. And I'm just I'm thankful to be a part of it, to be a part of your gift, you know? It's, 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 it's beautiful. Like, I told you the first time we talked, I was just like, you know, I know God when I hear him. I know God. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I hear him, I feel him, and I know that it's all him. So, you know, thank you, God. You, you still the best. <laughs> but see, also know that if we are able to share the same space and time, if we're still, if we're able to occupy the same season together, then that means that your light is just as bright because it attracted me to you. All right. You're right. That, that, yes, you are right. And mm-hmm. I receive that. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. Receive. You need sometimes, just like we were saying earlier, sometimes you you need somebody to be that pillar for you and to remind you of who you yeah. are too. Because a lot of times we forget who we are, or you know, we dumb ourselves down. You know, and yes. you need people to say, "Uh, uh-uh, girl, I see you. I mm-hmm. see you. You 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 doing good. I'm proud yeah. of you. You know, you need that. So yes, I, I, I thank you for that. Absolutely. My personal, um, actually, the the theme for my business is reconciling damaged identities back to its original state of power. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. That's where I I definitely need to participate in that. One reflection at a time. One healthy reflection at a time. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we can't stand to take a whole lot of healthy at one time. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to... We have to take that healthy in doses because we're not not accustomed to it. Mm Because, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, what's your MO? What's your aim? Yeah, what, yes, yes. What you want. What is it that you're trying to get from me? Right, it can't just be genuine that that I say you're beautiful because I really think you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. I want nothing from you. Mm -hmm. I'm actually coming to give the gift. Okay, yes. But we be because we are so we go with that mask. That mask. And on the inside, we begging, can somebody please see me? Can please please see my wonderfulness? Can somebody please see and my beauty? Can somebody please you know we, we on the inside crying crying out for me? Yes, yes. Yes. But then when we get it, what's your MO? What's what's what you after? We drop why you, mask say, go why back you up. saying it. Yes, you, you now you 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 ain't wrong when you're right. 
that's that is the truth right there we crying out for it we get it and then we get scared like uh -uh. what is what is this now i have a friend that i just told here recently all my girlfriends i tell them i love them on a regular basis and one of my friends i just recently told her i just sent her a text and she said i love you and she was like is everything okay yeah everything is fine i just felt that i needed to tell my sister friend today right now that i love her right just because babe just because (laughs) (laughs) she's like oh okay (laughs) i think the more we practice receiving it the easier it gets like you know you got to combat them thoughts of feeling unworthy let's say it again the, the more we receive it, the more uh-uh, we get used uh-uh. to it. No, no. The more we practice receiving, receiving it. Receiving it, yeah. The, the more, more we, we practice receiving it. it, that means the more that we practice saying it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The more we practice saying it to ourselves out loud, mm-hmm. the easier it is to receive it when it's coming from someone else. Mm-hmm. But see, now you about to get in my class about validation and, you know. <laughs> yes, you know that, honey. I will be there with bells and whistles. And you got to tell the people all about your class. But before you tell them that, I want to know one fun little question. Okay. Um, If you had to choose a theme song for your life and for who you are right now, or just, you know, where you been, all of that. Like, what would be the song that you would choose that represents you? Oh, my song that I wrote is called I Am That I Am. I'll have to play it for you. I don't think I'll be able to play it on this platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll allow me to do that. But, um, yeah, my my own song that I wrote called I Am That I Am. I think it. See, I don't know for sure either. I know if you add music from them you'll only be able to share it on on that platform. But I think if it's your own music, you might can play some of it. Here, let's see if it'll allow me to do so. Okay. I'll be able to share it through... I, well, I definitely will be able to share it once you send it to me on my um, social media. And I will try to figure out how to share it on the podcast as well once I get it. But you can send it to me. Tell us what it's basically saying, though. What, like... Um, it is it's it's basically my um my life story on how things how things happened for me and how the enemy um I wrestled with uh suicide, I wrestled with promiscuity, I wrestled with sexuality. Um and one day an angel came and said to me, Come for the master has need of thee. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um and I asked, well, who should I tell them send me? And he said, I am that I am. I am that I am. Yes, that I am. And so in the beginning, the storyline um, talks about that, and then it it switches over from from it just being God saying I am that I am, but me recognizing that the rivers of life are now flowing from out of me not just me seeing the rivers of life but they're literally flowing from out of me mm-hmm. and when when being asked who shall I tell them send me now it's me being able to say I am that that I am mm-hmm. I am that he said that I would be I am all that I'm I'm 
um, everything that he has pronounced over my life. I am that and I am coming in the strength and the power of that. So that's the that's the premises of 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 that particular piece. But yeah, it's my it's literally my theme song. When God gave me the concept to do my podcast, I am consciously dope. Um, he said, Tondra, you do know that you already have theme music, right? Mm-hmm. No, I well, I haven't written anything about being consciously dope and, you know, and all of this, because this is what I was thinking, like, yeah, that's going to be, you know, a catchy little theme song. He said, no, you go back and you pull out I Am That I Am. And then when I played it, literally every time that I start to play it before I do my podcast, it, I'd be so geeked up. I'd be like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, that is your theme music. And and he was like, no, that is your theme music not just about the podcast but that is your theme music right you for your life yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i love it i love it honey yes (laughs) consciously dope (laughs) (laughs) yes i love it sis yeah so he and and that's the that's my my whole thing is to you know is to help empower others to be consciously dope for Mm -hmm. where you're doing, where you're consciously obtaining, you're consciously producing, you're consciously evolving into who and what God has created you to be. Mm -hmm. Putting away what man has placed on you, putting away those thoughts and those concepts, those things that you have taken on, you know, and, and even your own negative perspective of how you have started looking at your own self, not just what people have said about you, but what you've been negatively saying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is not, this. that's not you. That's not before the trauma happened, before you got disappointed, before your heart got hurt. No, that person that you were before then, you know, when you were kids, you had confidence. You was jumping off of couches. Extreme confidence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had confidence when you were kids. Because that's that's a part of the fabric, your your divine fabric that God created you to be, that's already within you. So life start happening and trauma start happening and it starts to chisel away at that. It starts yes. to chisel away at, at your reality and you start to take on a false reality as if it is really real. It is really who you are. You know, even when 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 people say, Well, take me as I am, this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. Girl, you don't even know who you are yet. Sit down. Right. Several seats. Right. Several. Ooh, that, that's a word there too. Let me say, she dropping them gems again. <laughs> yes. When people say, take me as I am, and you know that if no, that can't be who you are. You better than that. You, you you're, you're deeper like than you. that. You're doper than that, sis. That you ain't you. Like that you. So how you mm-hmm. gonna take you as you are? You don't even like that you that you are. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't be drinking. You wouldn't be smoking. You wouldn't mm-hmm. be. You wouldn't be having all these other medicated coping mechanisms to help you maintain that person that you <coughs> pretended to be. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you well, well, ooh, I mean, ouch. Because <laughs> you, you don't need a coping mechanism to be you. Right. You don't need anything outside of you to be you. Right. Everything right. 
seed to be in you to me to be you is within you when god created a seed he created everything that seed needed to be it inside of it right. it's a tree you're right it's already a tree it don't become a tree once it's once it's it's, it's rubbed up against trauma it was right. already a tree before all that before all of that complete and whole when you came into this world, you were complete and whole. You had everything you had everything. needed. You needed inside of you. Mm-hmm. Gotta everything. get back to it. Get back to the middle, baby. Yes. yes. Ooh, I'm trying to hold. My, I have to hold myself to keep myself contained. Because I be, I, I be passionate. This is my passion. Like, mm. This is my passion. This is what... I do when I'm sleep. This is what I do when I'm sick. This is what I do when I'm sleepy. This is what I do when I'm happy. This, mm-hmm. this, this is this is me, and I I really really enjoy um, being me, right? Loving people and and encouraging people and and affirming people and helping people to you know learn how to validate your own voice and. You know, I remember when I was in the studio recording for the first time and and I had to listen to the recording and oh my God, I was shrieking like ah! <laughs> at the sound of my own voice. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and I used to get I used to because see now now that I am like happy and I'm excited, like I'm I'm in soprano. So when I'm conscious and I'm aware of the fact that I'm talking, then the more mellow, the more deeper tones come out and, you know, and it's like, okay, now I'm being intentional to talk like this because I have to, I have to try to contain Mm -hmm. some excitement. So, you know, my voice level has changed and it's gotten a little deeper. So I'm accustomed to people always saying girl you should be on radio and you should do this and that and the other and your voice does this and your voice does that and I'm like yeah cool 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 great right yeah then I go in the studio and I record myself and it's played back well when you go in the studio and you record and you play that back and you hear what you really sound like Mm -hmm. girl I was in there shrieking like ah <laughs> Stop my ears! Like I do not, I do not. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But I had to listen to my voice, and I had to listen to my voice over and over again, so that I could perfect the track. And as I was listening to it, I also was thinking about if it's not affecting me, it's not going to affect anybody else. That's true. That's true. So. I had to go back to my own training. I had to go back to the what what I teach other people about validation, you know, and and having the ability to validate my own voice, my own sound. While other people were study telling me what I sounded like, I had an issue with hearing my own voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until I had to get accustomed and comfortable with listening to me in the studio and recording. And then thinking about the fact that, you know, our voice has sound waves and, you know, we're always dealing with frequencies and, you know, we live in frequencies. Everything is about a rhythm and a frequency, but frequency and rhythm is power. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. 
his power and you tapping into power and we tap into power every single day but we are balls of power within ourselves and we have the ability to control that power we have the ability to use that power it was given to us for purposes on earth but if use it properly then it actually become an infection rather than affection you're right and there's a difference it's a difference you are so right using your voice getting used to your voice <laughs> yeah as child yes. you can hear yourself and be like ew that's me yeah oh, i don't like how i sound and then other people can feel that power for you and be like, what? Mm-hmm. Girl, you sound good. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to believe it yourself, too. Yeah, you have to believe it and validate it. Mm-hmm. And validate. So let's talk about what you got coming up. Because I know you have an event on Eventbrite that you're going to be doing a five-day challenge. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. that? Yes, 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 yes. So um, for those of you who are unaware, August is National Self-Awareness Month. So to kick off the National Self-Awareness Month, I am doing a five-day challenge. Five days to unmask and reclaim your power. Mm. going to be um, August the 1st through August the 5th and specifically um, because I also believe God speaks through numbers um, it is the 8th month with which represents new beginnings mm-hmm. in the 8th month also the number 8 represents new beginnings it represents prosperity and it represents power um, I'm doing 5 days 5 is the number of grace balance and harmony I'm attention. I'm I'm literally intentional about everything. <laughs> yeah, as you should be, as you should be. <laughs> I'm intentional about everything. Everything is about empowerment. Everything, everything is about empowerment. So, um, so to kick off National Self Awareness Month, I am doing the five day challenge, um, for you to unmask and for you to actually reclaim your powers so that you're. Not just self-aware of your negatives, because we are all we we already know that stuff. We already know right. ourselves. But what about the power that you possess in just being who you are? The power that you possess in your name, the power that's in the colors that you are drawn to, the power um, that comes from the characteristics of the animal that you are that resonates with you. Um, and what does the Bible say? What does God say about you? About who you are? And then we're going to put it all together um, and we're going to create on Saturday, we're going to create a affirmation board. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, the affirmation board is powerful by itself and, and, and in its purpose of what it does. But for me, the power comes in the process of putting the affirmation board together. So you gathering and researching your name, what your name means, you gathering and researching what colors um, represent, what um, the the different power that comes from out of certain animals that you are that you you resonate with. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those things come together to create the fiber of your being, the fabric of who you are. 
And then when you put those things together on that affirmation board, the affirmation board becomes your mirror. So you start to look at this mirror and you say these things to yourself out loud. It emulates that power back to you and you take back ownership of those things about yourself that happened, existed, that were you before trauma ever hit, ever happened. Okay. Love it. And I will definitely be in the building. Okay. (laughs) For those who would like to join, um, it's a bit.ly link. You can um, do the HTTPS semicolon to forward slash capital D capital V. I'm sorry. Before you get to the forward slash, you do have to do bit.ly. So let me start over. It's H. T-T-P-S semicolon two forward slash bit that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash capital D capital V capital D I'm sorry I still said it wrong capital D the first forward slash and then capital D Capital X, capital D, capital V, lowercase t. All right. So we're going to be sharing that link also when we share this episode of the podcast. So make sure you look for it on all social media outlets that we share on, which is Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And what else? Where, Where can they find you at? Where can they follow you at? I know. I saw a page today. I follow you on Facebook on both your business and personal page. And also I see you have a page with your mom. Is that correct? Oh, with your adventures. (laughs) It's hilarious. My mom, (laughs) my mom is 82 and she is literally a whole complete comedy show by herself. Um, but um, we're on together the Ali and Tandra Chronicles that's O-L-L-I-E and A-N-D Tandra T-O-N-D-R-A Chronicles the Ali and Tandra Chronicles um, on Facebook I Lord have mercy Jesus I gave <laughs> Facebook and I'm glad that she don't know how to work Facebook cause yeah <laughs> But yeah, we fun. Actually, we're gonna we're we were gonna record an episode today, but she didn't change clothes already. We were dressed alike today. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she clothes already, so it's like, oh well, we may still do it. I don't know because it's been a minute since we went since we have played on the Ali and Tondra Chronicles. But that used to be something that we used to do every Sunday. Um, my mother is also battling dementia. Mm-hmm. And and um, I told you everything I do is intentional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, God gave me the idea to do the Ali and Tandra Chronicles to um, chronicle our days and our times together when we laugh and joke um, as as dementia progress and she loses her, you know, more of her memory 
that she has some fond memories to pull back on, um, as well as the family that they that are not in the same area who live far away, so that they can they can not only keep in touch, but they can actually see her before things turn, that they can enjoy and and laugh because she's she loves to laugh. She she loves to have fun. She's a prankster too. <laughs> um, yeah, she's something else. But um, but to you know, and so when that time does happen and and things you know are no longer um, on on this side of dementia, that um, we all have something that we can draw from with good memories and laughter with her, you know, and so. Um, and she likes it because now she has a little fan base and people <laughs> it's not like, you know, it's, it's not as popular as grandma Holla because grandma Holla was a mess, but she's like, my mom is like the sanctified version of grandma. Holla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it, you know, it's not, it's not as popular as that, but locally when people see us out, you know, they'd be like, Hey, we follow you on, on Facebook and, you know, or I'll get messages like we haven't seen y'all in a while. Where y'all at? Yeah. It, what's happening with Miss Ali and, you know, and stuff. So she likes it. She yeah. Likes it. That's, yeah. that's, that's wonderful. Good thing to do. So you can have your memories. Yeah, yeah. And for those who um, would just like to find um, what I'm doing as um, my spoken word, I'm a spoken word artist. Um, I'm a trauma coach, life coach. I'm a peer support specialist. So I do um, spoken word under the name of uh, Poetic Sense. That's P-O-E-T-I-C-S-E-N-S-E, like your five senses. I'm on um, TikTok instagram and facebook um you find me i'm i'm in purple <laughs> mm-hmm. yes ma'am yes ma'am with the beautiful makeup y'all y'all she's hard to miss trust me <laughs> yeah i'm i'm real i'm real loud i'm real loud and colorful <laughs> <laughs> It's been so good having you on here. And before we end, I always like to end every episode with a prayer for the day for my listeners. So I'm going to ask you to give us um, your prayer for everybody. Well, Father, I first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be in this space to um, to share the goodness of who you are, to share your love and your kindness, your grace and your mercy. Um, I thank you for the opportunity to show your restorative power, your power of reconciliation. I just ask, oh God, that I, I declare and I decree. I declare and I decree healing. I declare and I decree that your virtue goes out to those who who are in need of a deep healing, where their heart has been feeling despair, where they feel broken, where they feel in pieces, where they're battling with confusion, um, trying to find who they are, trying to get back to who they believe you have created them to be. I declare and I decree, Father, as it is in heaven on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. In the 
what you have created them to be, Father, what you have called into existence, that it is as it is in heaven on earth, that they match up, that they become in tune and in sync and in agreement with who you have created them to be. And Father, I thank you that they will acknowledge your love and receive your love and embrace your love and be able to walk in your love as they even look at themselves daily, as they as they look in the mirror, that they are able to stand in the mirror and see your reflection and see you looking back at them while they're looking at themselves, that they're able to see the beauty of who they are in you, who you created them to be. And Father, I declare and I decree wholeness, wholeness. I declare and I decree wholeness over their lives. And Father, they have not had a true and personal encounter with you. Father, that you give them an encounter that is undeniable, that logic cannot explain away, that circumstances and situations cannot deny. Father, give them an encounter so real, Father, that you manifest yourself before them in their presence. I declare and I decree it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you for that wonderful prayer, sis. I appreciate it so much. I'm glad that you were my very first guest speaker. You broke me in, sis. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad that I am in the presence of such greatness. And I just, I'm thankful to God for that, for you, for us, and for this time. And I know that you are a mighty woman of God and you are doing what you were called to do and honey I see the light and I thank you for sharing it with us okay thank you my beautiful sister and I look forward to us having this space and sharing this space again oh definitely absolutely this will this is the first time but it's definitely not gonna be the last time amen amen all right ladies this has been another episode of sis so is she And I want all of you lovely ladies to remember this. The only rules in life are the rules you make. Stop letting people box you in when you know you were born to stand out. Love, light, and laughter in abundance to you all. Bye-bye. Love you, Tondra. Love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.